0: In the spring of 2021, Mickey Weems was diagnosed with stage 4 prostate cancer and was given 6 to 12 months to live. This episode was recorded in October of 2022. My name is Donna Blanchard. While we recognize that Mickey is dying, we'd like to welcome you to another day of his life. Welcome, Mickey. Aloha. How are you doing today? Much better. Much better than
1: earlier, (laughs) earlier today.
0: What was going on earlier?
1: I think I overexerted myself. How, what, how so in the morning, I have a window to get a lift in. And I extended, I had a friend come over that wanted to lift weights. So right in the middle of my gym time, I stopped it and they came over. We went, uh, shopping at whole foods and then came back and did the lift in the meantime, like talking. And, um, I got out of that window and ended up basically kind of hurting myself a little bit, but I'm okay. I just have to realize that there are times when I can and times when I cannot. And just, if I cannot just stop.
0: Yeah. So what sort of signals were you getting from your body?
1: Complete fatigue, the, the need to shut down, um, stuff that stuff that will go away. It's not unusual for that to happen between noon and three. Then after that, things start easing up. So by the time that we're like this time, I'm OK, and it's fairly consistent. I may feel like total hammered poop. On a Tuesday, if we if we started, for example, had a day that we were meeting consistent day, uh, I might feel really really bad up until about three or four o'clock, and typically everything smooths out.
0: Interesting. And so, what did you do for yourself?
1: Collapsed.
0: You uh, well, good. You needed to clearly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, so w- we have. Uh, a, a little bit in common because I have a uh, long COVID right now um, uh, for now. And I, man, that fatigue hits and I can't do what I used to be able to do. And I'm constantly having this conversation with myself about maybe you'll feel better if you just go for a walk. I know you feel like collapsing, but what if you went for a walk? What if you had a cup of coffee? What if you called a friend when? maybe sometimes those things would help and maybe I just need to go to bed um and the way that I have been experiencing this for the most part has been I'm going to go to sleep let me find a place to sleep rather than should I shouldn't I if I wait long enough it's just gonna happen so I wanted to oh and and um, I know these two can be very tightly uh, connected. How are you feeling emotionally?
1: Um, good. Uh, yeah. I got a, got a $2,000 uh, donation.
0: Oh, how nice. Which are means you...
1: we can finish the first comic book.
0: Oh, that's wonderful to hear. That's a load off.
1: It is. And that makes me, that's one reason I'm in such a good mood. Uh, the, the fatigue and everything is secondary that's that's always going to be there the pain is always going to be there but the joy you know that comes at moments like when I know that what I'm looking at now is how to pass on my legacy when the doctor told me that he would see me in three months and then I might I think I mentioned this last time that the doctor said I'll see you in three months and then as I'm getting ready to leave he says but I may not see you and I said why he says because you could be dead (laughs) <laughs> that thanks a lot doc that that um that's part of my reality so i'm taking steps to make sure that everything i do can be continued the comic book if i were to hospital if i were to pass it on tomorrow then that would be okay everything would continue the comic book would continue uh my projects would some of them would cease but most of them would continue the podcast is gonna you know podcast has a life of its own now
0: well it's about you but uh i i hear what you're saying and we do have um uh i think i think i've mentioned this before that because we know our time (laughs) is limited with you we have stockpiled quite a, a cache of episodes
1: we're like the smog of podcasts we have this this horde that we're <laughs> bathing in of <a> podcasts, <laughs> slithering around in it uh, one of my favorite scenes from what was that was that uh that was um hobbit right
0: the the lord of the rings when yeah. know oh,
1: with with smog the the dragon yeah. yeah okay yeah that i loved i loved that because i like i like benedict cumberbatch i like him uh, very much he's a benedict-
0: Cumber, he his he he's got a funny smile. He
1: sometimes, does have a funny smile.
0: Sometimes his smile looks a bit kalohe
1: <laughs> I, I would suspect. <laughs> oh, and the the of nice, uh, Pueo.
0: Oh that yeah. Movie.
1: Have we talked about that?
0: Yes, you, we talked about that in the last. uh Oh, you know, what? I don't know. James is always so good at remembering this stuff. Did we oh, talk James about that? Not, not yet,
1: actually. <laughs> Um, oh, i thought i thought that we'd put it at bands and okay so are yeah. we ready for that now or do you want to wait
0: let's go ahead and talk about it and then we'll 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 stick with the topic but i think we talked about that after we stopped recording last time so yeah. thanks james has got the memory that we all wish we had
1: <laughs> really thank you james <laughs> one night at the after hours i was dancing around as usual with my co oko with my staff and uh one of my friends named fred fred Mac. he comes up and he wants to see the staff so i hand it to him and he's dancing he's a really really nice guy he's dancing around and he comes back to me and he presents it to me in the traditional hawaiian fashion i know you've seen this before it's brought to you with the with the hands up the, the head is down the person has lowered themselves and they and they and they go down on one knee. But they do not look at you when they hand it to you, and their hands are raised above their head. So they're down on one knee. He's down on one knee, handing it to me, and I'm kind of moved by that. And I take it and kind of as a joke, I say, "I dub thee," and I take the staff and put it in, and touch them on either shoulder. I dub thee, knight of uh uh, uh Pueo after my staff. My staff was named Pueo because there was an owl face on it when I initially got it. Pueo is the Hawaiian owl. Then he and I started talking and came to the conclusion that we could make that into a thing if I could get back to Hawaii Island and make more of the staffs, more of the ko'o ko'o, which then we came up with rules. For example, this is the owl symbol? I'm taking both hands, openly, with uh, facing facing the back of my hands to whoever I'm speaking with, and my thumbs are crossed. And what that means, if you do this and you leave your hands open, the two open, the four open fingers are wings, while the two and the, the thumbs in the middle are the are the owl's head because the Hawaiian owl is horned.
0: Then
1: mm. I said, okay, this can be our symbol and our salute. There you go. It's, a, it's kind of a sideways salute that you do with <laughs> your hand backwards, something my father used to do that th- those are part of the, you know, society thing you for know, our little group. <laughs> but there are three rules, the three rules, if you want to become a knight of Pueo, the first thing is whenever you you're, you're given a staff, first thing, a staff made from the same wood as my staff, which is Vivi or strawberry guava, you're given a staff. And whenever you carry it around, you have to be the nicest person in the world. You have to be totally kind to everybody. The second rule is you've got to learn about the Hawaiian people. You've got to learn Hawaiian culture as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Because we're naming ourselves after the Hawaiian owl, you know, irrespective of the name of my staff, it is still a Hawaiian word for a Hawaiian animal that is actually endangered. So the third part is you... We request a donation of $50 for uh, a Pueo Preservation Society that we're going to donate in the name of the club.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Freddie Mac just happens to be Hawaiian. So I am, speaking of legacy, of things that will survive past me, I'm handing the entire thing over to him because he was the the co-founder. It's all going to go to him. He has the right tonight. He has the right to continue this, which makes me happy. Should, you know, should the, the time of my departure hasten more so than I planned, this is going to survive. This is going to continue. Donations are going to go. We have a secretary and a secretary. It's the wrong word. We have a treasurer who will take up the money, who will get people to cough it up, and that's mm-hmm. going to go to preserve the Hawaiian owl which is that's I'm really cool happy about that
0: yeah you should be proud of it that's really cool
1: so the whole thing is what can i make what am i starting that i can continue the comic book can continue now because it's funded and the nice can continue and my music who knows what's going to happen with that but so those two things are in the bag
0: yeah I think that that that's a cool feeling, and I uh, am childless by choice, and I have talked with other friends and relatives who are the same, and we talk about we don't have an automatic legacy. You know, we're not going to live on through our kids. We may live on through kids whose lives we've been um, uh, entangled with, but for those of us who don't automatically have that, what are, I've thought about that before, what am I leaving behind? And I was talking about this with a friend who is a painter and has paintings hanging in homes all over the state and the continent. So he immediately said, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm out there. I, I have a legacy that will carry on. And I thought, oh, I don't. What do, what do I have? Maybe part of uh, adulthood is l- looking for that yearning for that.
1: But you That's... do have a legacy
0: now. Yeah. You're speaking it. Yeah.
1: This podcast is as much you as it is me.
0: Yeah. Now, yes, I I I agree. And this is always this is going to go on forever. And Inshallah. that, that feels. Um, I don't know, it hits like nothing I've ever felt before to be able to say that about something, you know, to have, um, like I managed my, even the whole world of theater is very fleeting. And 20 years from now, no one's going to look and say, yeah, this woman named Donna used to manage the place, <laughs> you know, but the the those things that, that pull us forward hopefully for a very long time are um gosh it's empowering well it's uh uh, it's empowering and there's a lot of responsibility that goes into it at the same time
1: it's a comfort and we are putting in our time as as all four of us know we are putting in all kinds of time and effort to make this happen and it's bearing fruit for at least 5,000 listens so far, as James has <laughs> told me. Yeah. And who knows? Who knows how, where this is going to go, who is going to influence? I have a feeling that if my instincts are correct about the things that I have seen and the things that we have discussed, this will go on for at least two generations. And if, who knows if more? Yeah. And, but with two generations, I would say it will go on by name. After that, it may go on through someone else's name, somebody else's teachings. And that is perfectly okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it may go on by someone else feeling empowered to do the same when their time is near.
1: Ah, which brings me to another topic. Oh, okay. The comic book there are two other streams that are developing from it two other what do you call it branches so there's the main comic book dealing with the group in the midwest that mick is a part of that that the hero of the comic book is a part of but another stream is being developed about strictly a hawaiian story of it because the very first group of superheroes comes out of honolulu and they're the ones that basically contact the people in the Midwest and start the second group. But there's a third one. Uh, my friend, Nat, who is Arab, she's a family's from Syria. Their family is from Syria. And he is from Damascus originally. He, he is uh, gender neutral, prefers to be called he. We're looking at a line. He will, he, he will be a superhero called Noor, which means light. And his superpower is he has a sword that's flaming. If the sword strikes an evil person, the evil person turns to ash. If the sword strikes a good person, it goes right through them. and doesn't harm them.
0: Well, I love that.
1: Yeah, more, kind of cool, huh? It is. They, yeah, they, um, they are going to, or he is going to uh, form another pod of superheroes from orphans out of Damascus. From the war torn region who have lost their parents. All of these orphans are gender neutral. And each of them, right now we're discussing how the how their powers be manifest, and it may be just when they stick together because that's what they've done. They have had nobody else but themselves. And so it's five of them, they've stuck together, and their power will come when they stick together, kind of like Wonder Twins times five. Okay, you know. Um, and Nora's going to discover them and mentor them. They're going to become his habibi, his beloved ones. And they're going to be called Barak, uh, al Barak, the 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 blessed. So
0: you're you're writing this?
1: Writing this with with Noor, with um, Noor himself, with uh, Nat. Okay. And the Hawaiian one is going to be written with my Hawaiian friends who uh, their, their lineage for their superpowers uh, is linked to animals. The like the, the main person in charge of uh, what I call who we won the, the very first group of superheroes. She is linked to the EO to the hawk. So that when she uh, astrally projects, she first turns into a hawk and flies and then projects. Oh, cool! My friend, the Madeiras family. Is going to be linked to their almakua, which is mano shark. Another young woman I've spoken with, whose family is linked to, you know, of the mo'o, the lizard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The, 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 it, each one is connected to an animal or something, something out in something in Hawaii itself. My friend Nelly, a big muscular gay guy, he is linking himself to the. Um, have you heard of the the Wizard Stones? That the mahu from Tahiti brought. Oh, They yeah, came yeah. over and they met, and they through the through the power of their mana, these they moved these stones and established them, and they were healers. His power is going to be based in on pohaku on rock. So they're 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 each the, each of the each of the pods of superheroes is going to have a different thing that links them. Of course, the one in the Midwest is through trauma. Oh, so okay. uh, what that means is that after after i go these these streams can develop their own storylines and their own comics uh
0: uh i i love that i i love it that it is not only um a legacy for you to leave but it is also you know i imagine a fun way for you to spend your time and fun to talk about with your friends and Mm -hmm. the sort of thing that probably when you work on it you lose track of time the because clearly it lights you up when you talk about it and shut me up (laughs) right and that is part of you know that is part of self-compassion is making sure that um i think that i i think that most of us carry a um not so much when you're younger but as you get older you start thinking about what what you're leaving, your mark. What your mark is, and then how it will be carried forward. But also, so that so it's self care in some way to do that. But also, it is uh, just the time that you spend in it. And I mean, I I um I was working on a, a project here that I didn't really feel well enough to do. But I thought I'm, I'm going to do something that I will be proud of when I'm done. And it wasn't also, it's not like I was carrying a backpack up a steep hill or something. I was sitting at my table working on the project and it did. It was exhausting and I could have just as easily gone to bed, but that was, that was part of my compassion for myself. And we're going to have to wrap up uh, pretty soon here. So we're, we will come back and revisit the topic of uh, compassion in the next episode as well, because it's a big one, and I and I would really like to spend some time exploring it, particularly with you in the situation, the evolving situation that uh, you find yourself in right now.
1: Well, I can I can help end this by saying that compassion for myself is absolutely necessary before I can be compassionate to others. Yeah. The notion of when a mother has a child on a plane and the plane gets in trouble, the mask falls down to her oxygen. The first person to get oxygen is not the child, but the mother, so that she's conscious to take care of the child. I believe in the same thing. I've got to take care of myself because otherwise, how can I help anybody else? Yeah.
0: So I want to spend some time talking in the next episode about what what that actually looks like and the yep. decision process behind it and like i said i'm i'm close to it because i'm not just carrying on my little way right now i and i i feel a little embarrassed comparing what i'm going through with what you're going through but i do come up with a lot of questions about do i push forward is this the time to push forward or do i just take a hot shower and go to bed you know the, Donna,
1: I don't think you can help it. yourself. You're such a creative person. I don't think you could stop. All right, right. Frankly,
0: <laughs> I don't know. My bed's seen a lot of me lately. <laughs> My Fitbit tells me that I've been sleeping pretty soundly for about twelve hours a night, and then I often wow. take a nap.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't mean, because I'm envious.
0: Oh yeah. I've I have been getting some really good sleep in, and it um. Uh, I, I I will say that I I wake up generally in the morning when I wake up I do feel rested. I may have a headache, I may have intestinal issues, but I at least feel rested for that little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So yeah uh we'll we'll come back and revisit that if you don't mind but for now we need to sign off so thank you very much mickey as always for sharing your life with us
1: no problem aloha
0: aloha i'm donna blanchard james charisma is our producer susan wright is our content advisor PR agent and support team member.
1: Music generously donated by Kainani Kahaunaele from her Hoku award-winning album, Waipunale.
0: We're all here to support our friend Mickey and help him help all of us to learn about living while dying.